Welcome, one and all, to Hacks and Slash. Uh, we're here today. We are going to read some wonderful Ragnarok Online fanfiction. With me today in Game Cola Auditorium is uh, <laughs> Anna Bernarski. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm playing someone's OC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Pelster. Hi, I'm James. I'm playing uh, some people and uh, I, I think a sign. Joseph Martin. I'm Joseph Martin. I'm playing some other Ragnarok online characters and a bigger sign. <laughs> Matt Breslau. Hey guys, I'm Matt. I'm going to be playing characters from hit MMO Ragnarok online. And Shannon Hoover. Hi, I'm Shannon and I'm going to be playing some Ragnarok online characters. Yes, uh, for those not familiar with Ragnarok Online, uh, it, I think it's still around actually, but it, it was a, uh, a, a big deal in the early 2000s, one of the early MMOs, uh, and as such, there are no, like, real canon characters, therefore, uh, these fanfics are 100% OC. Um, I'm glad you said that, Jetty, because I think from the names, people wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, everyone is going to be playing some Ragnarok Online characters, which it's a little odd because it's a bit more personal when it's like someone's actual character that they themselves played, uh, as opposed to just something made up uh, in someone's mind. But uh, th th this is going to be an interesting adventure here today in Game Cola Auditorium. It's very well, the acoustics in here are great. You can barely hear all the reverb in this giant yeah. auditorium. <laughs> yeah, or, or or the live studio audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're very. So, they're, they all lost their voices. It's very tragic. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we will be. Fiction. Yes, we will be reading two fanfics. Um, the first one will be now and then by. Hold on, actually, this is the first time that I've looked at the author names for these. Uh, oh, good. Jan Ragglenight, which is in, like, alternating caps. Like the SpongeBob Sorry, meme. Yeah, Regalonite. I think it's a capital I. Or, 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 like, Regal, and then there's a, a, an uppercase L, yeah. and then a lowercase, lowercase L that L. looks like yeah. an uppercase I. Written I, by yeah. Jane Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Um, and then later we will be reading... Heal and Kill by Clarikes. So, now and then, uh, it says, Well, a story about an assassin and a priest. One-shot story. This story is pretty long. Yeah, that's pretty long. Yeah, I've well, seen, I've seen longer. I've read yeah, but also... We've, we've, been through the, we've been through the subspace emissaries. <laughs> <laughs> the first several chapters. Yes. Um, so, uh, are, are we, are we ready to begin this adventure? Let's begin. So oh, yeah. Now and then. In the Kamikaze Guild, everything was peaceful except for Ryan and Evan. The priestess and the assassin were always quarreling, then the whole guild couldn't stand it. Not even one day would pass without them quarreling. So one day, the leader, Flo, decided to take action. 
Okay, today we're going to be training together, but in small groups. I'll be going with Ice Mocha Girl, Zanza, Sephiroth with Extreme, and his sis, Summer Girl. Scorpy will go with Vicky, Oopa, <laughs> and Evra will train with Stewie. Jess will go with Forger together with... Sorry, I also want to take a step back and mention that it's not Sephiroth. Oh, is it? It's Sephiroth. Sephiroth. We're off to a wonderful start. Sephiroth. <laughs> Pardon so me. Yes. So yes, uh, Ryan was already shaking. She didn't want to team up with Evan. Ryan and Evan. The leader, Flo, finished. Come on. Why can't I train with others? Evan is such a jerk. Ryan whined. My decision is final, Flo said. Ryan hated it. Evan was a little shocked, too, but he remained silent. I guess we better go now. Hmm, Flo, Zanza, Extreme, Summer Girl, Sephiro, and I will be training with Byland Island. Scorpy, Vicky, Dupa, Jess will train in Sunken Ship. Jess, Forger, Evria, Stewie, Ryan, and Evan will train in Glass Time. I smoke, a girl said. By the way, once again... These are all people's character names from Ragnarok Online. Like, I really just enjoy using people's actual character names from their characters that they just were playing. The juxtaposition of, like, Evan yeah. and Ice Girl, Ice Smoker Ice Girl, Smoker Girl, Girl. and, uh, uh what is it? X-Stream. X-Stream, yeah. I like the difference between da Upa and Dupa. Like, they yeah, changed the spelling completely. Maybe they yeah. left caps lock on by mistake. Right? Oh, yeah, it is inverted. Um, oh, man, now I wonder. I wonder if it says da Upa anywhere else other than that one yeah, time. Yeah, I, I prefer da Upa, honestly. <laughs> uh, yes, and we're, we're getting the start of some, like, very specific... Ragnarok places, Byland Island, uh, Sunken Ship, and Glastime. Uh, so, everyone headed off to their destination. Jeez! She thought. Uh, when they reached Glastime, they planned to train in the prison. Glastime Prison is a good place to train. Lots of monsters there. Since our team is quite big, those monsters will be easy to kill. Every the assassin said. The rest agreed, but Ryan and Evan were still sulking. Come on, Ryan and Evan. It's just training, you know. It's not like we're in the arena or something. Forger said. Ryan replied by giving him an angry look. Evan was just quiet. Forger backed away. He knows that Ryan can be rather lethal when she's upset. They walked into the castle and headed to the prison. They had to pass through some monsters in the castle first, and after a while, they reached the gates of the prison. It's important to note oh. that every single noun is capitalized. <laughs> like, yes, the, pri- the capital P prison, the capital C castle. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I will let you know that I am familiar with uh, the areas that they're walking through. That, like, these are specific parts of uh, the Glass Time dungeon. Oh, um, a, a popular leveling spot. Okay, so they're not just making all of this up off the top of their head. Yeah, and, and it's also not that like, oh, there's a, a dungeon which is a castle, and uh, we're going to just make up that it has a prison. Like, th- there was specifically the Glass Time Prison, which is where you fight uh, prisoner skells or whatever, um, and it, it's a good place to level. Uh, if you have a priest, uh, it's a good one, uh, and so on. Hmm. Uh, a big group of monsters charged at the group, and everyone was ready. 
Ryan casted the holy cross on the ground called Magnus Exorcismus. When the cross was done, the undead tried to attack Ryan, who stood within the cross, but the cross slapped on the undead's body until it was vanquished. <laughs> whack, so, whack, whack. Yeah, it's just whack. And that's that's the thing. It sounds stupid, like <laughs> as if there's some like rubbery cross that's like going. But when you cast Magnus Exorcismus, it does make like a sound effect. Good. Forger used Mammonite. Wait, was Forger a merchant? Was that mentioned? I, I'm guessing, I guess... I don't think they mentioned I don't think they what... Mentioned most classes. of us, they haven't mentioned what classes we are. Okay. Yeah, just well, Evan I, and Ryan. Yeah, and... I guess... And, uh, and, uh, Evria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it would make sense that Forger would be a blacksmith. Um, so yes, Evria uh, and Evan packed a sonic blow at the monsters. Jess, the acolyte, casted heal on the undead. Stewie used Spear Boomerang, and finally, the groups of monsters were killed. I also like just thinking, judging by the time, Stewie has to be named after the uh, uh, Family Guy character. <laughs> I can imagine. Right? Probably. Absolutely. <laughs> well done, guys. Great teamwork. Jess exclaimed. The rest agreed with a smile. They continued walking until they reached another room. <laughs> Injustice, a type of assassin, came and attacked the group. As they battled with it, more and more injustices came and joined in. The longer they fought, the more injustices came. Ryan and Jess casted support spells to help the team battle better. All of a sudden, Ryan got slashed from behind. The attack gave her a deep wound, and she was bleeding profusely. Ryan fell to the ground and was losing consciousness. Oh, no. This has escalated very quickly. <laughs> Jess couldn't heal her, and she was out of energy. Everyone panicked. Oh, oh no. no! They counted on Forger, who always brought a cart of potions along wherever he goes. Forger gave a bottle to Evan, since he stood next to Ryan. Evan just took the potion and hesitated. Why? I don't... <laughs> it's not difficult! Bruh! <laughs> Evan! This is a moment of life and death here. Stop thinking about those fights and just save her. Evria shouted. We're on the same page, Evria and I. <laughs> <laughs> Evan looked at the potion bottle and thought again. Then he kneeled down. He gave Ryan... He... Oh, that's... Yeah, he that's gave written Ryan that way. To drink... Yeah, he gave yeah. Ryan to drink the potion. For a moment, Ryan and Evan were looking at each other's eyes. Everyone was watching the both of them. Forger whispered to the others. Er, was this part of Flo's plan? The rest just shrugged their shoulders. They will never know. Yes, I sent <laughs> these two into a dungeon so that Ryan specifically would get hurt at the exact moment <laughs> that yeah. the healer ran out of magic so that yeah. Evan would be the one to have to administer the potion and they would look at each other for approximately two seconds. Yeah, and she, That's what this and, whole plan was about. And Spoilers, she was the dude. one that instructed all of these enemies to come and specifically yeah. be really weak until they decided to suddenly slash Ryan. Ryan and Evan looked away and blushed. Stewie, the mischievous one, secretly recorded what was happening with his video camera? <laughs> Wait, hang on a minute. Okay, first of all, video camera. That, in the year 2021, sounds 
wild to me. <laughs> oh yeah, is that, that too. Canon? Is that is that accurate? <laughs> it's camcorder. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds so wild to me, but oh. Anna, this is a fantasy. It obviously takes place in ancient times when people <laughs> had camcorders. <laughs> What's a video camera? Oh my god. <laughs> I'll show this tape to the whole guild once we get back. Stewie thought, and he grinned evilly. After I return my uh, cassettes to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope I don't get a late fee. Oh no. <laughs> okay, Rhine, how are you feeling now? Evry asked. Rhine just nodded her head. Evan and Rhine's face still had some color, and Forger just whistled and acted as though nothing had happened. Stewie just grinned, and he continued recording, without anyone knowing it. Then I think we should continue now, Rhine. Do you want to rest or continue? Every asked. Rhine said yes, but when she tried standing up, she felt pain in her back. Relatable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a whole mood. (laughs) I guess you have to get back to the guildhouse to rest, Rhine. Forger said. Um... I can continue. Don't worry about me. Ryan replied. Ryan, listen to us. Just get back to the house and get some rest. Evan, take her back to the house and take care of her until all of us get back, okay? Evria ordered, being the leader of the training group. Evan's eyes widened. Ryan's jaw dropped. Her jaws, jaws. B- both of them. Her oh, sorry, jaws, jaws dropped. <laughs> Well, well, when you're fighting scales, you do get uh, scale jaws. So. I drop all of these jaws that I am holding, and also my own. Why can't I hold all these jaws? <laughs> <laughs> why well, I killed all these jaws? Come on, why him? She exclaimed. Jeez, this girl, you've got to be joking. Evan uttered. Evria gave a stern look. <sighs> Ock, ock, whatever you say, bro. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Evan said as he backed away. Evan had to carry Ryan as she couldn't walk. Jess opened a warp portal and Evan had... I like that it's like, oh, he has to walk all this way. It's like he literally has to take two steps into the uh, warp portal. Um, and uh... Evan entered it. The warp took them to the guild house in Prontera. Evan opened the door and entered the house. He carried Ryan to her room and placed her on the bed. Let me go down and get some bandages first, Evan uttered as he walked out of the room. Ryan just watched him walk away inside. She realized that her wound on her back was deep. Evan came back to the room with bandages, some cotton, and a small container of water. Ryan blushed as she had to take off the top part of the uniform for Evan to bandage the wound. Evan's face had a slight flush, but he continued bandaging. Once the wound was fully bandaged, Ryan put on her uniform. Evan got out of her room to put the stuff back. What is this feeling? So sudden, Evan. What is this feeling? <laughs> the feeling like I don't really hate him now. Ah, blushing, huh? A voice said. Ryan turned back to where the voice came from and realized it was someone familiar. Oh, you're back. Why didn't you tell me? Ryan exclaimed in excitement as she hugged her brother. Elle was hanging by the window and he nearly lost his footing when he was hugged. Wait, hang on, hang on. So uh, who's hanging from the wind? Hey, wait, who's hanging from the wind? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, so apparently, I think you I guess, mean like hanging out by the window, not like hanging from the window. Well, apparently, I, well, I'm hanging from the window. All of a yeah, sudden, the, the, they put the wrong the way, name. 
Yeah, that that's what it seems like. Oh yeah, that is weird. <laughs> so now you gotta read it. <laughs> Ryan, I'm gonna fall! Evan exclaimed as he nearly fell from the window. <laughs> Don't you worry, Al, as I could heal you. Ryan gave an evil smile. Ryan. Elle gave a fed-up look. Ryan pulled him in, and he fall face down on her room floor. Evan, who was downstairs, wondered what was happening. <laughs> After falling out the window. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I do appreciate that. put the wrong name. Yeah, they put, yeah. Elle, you're back! Evan said in excitement. Elle just gave a smile with a big sweat drop. <laughs> just like one of my How Japanese anime. animes! Circuit 2004. Ryan and Evan just smiled. Then L had this thought about them. I thought the both of you hated each other. L asked. That wasn't really a question, though. Yeah. Um, Ryan and Evan looked at each other. They both turned their heads the other way, and they just gave a humph. Oh, sorry. They gave an humph expression. Actually, I kind of think both of you look cute as a couple. L continued. Ryan and, every <laughs> Ryan and Evan nearly puked when they heard that. What? They exclaimed. Elle giggled as he watched their reaction. <laughs> Come on, it's true. He continued giggling. <laughs> what is, what he, is he up, up to, to now? They both thought. Little did they realize that as the three of them chattered, Elle noticed something. Wait, so, hold on. Yep. Elle is part of the three of them, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we, how did we he realize little... that... Uh, when... Don't think about yeah, it, just yeah. keep going. <laughs> yeah, just, uh. Although, the next line also brings questions. Yes. Yeah. Guys, you both seem quiet. Usually the both of you will be quarreling. How were they oh. both quiet while they were chatting? <laughs> yeah. Elle uttered. Ryan and Evan's eyes widened. Come on, it's strange that the both of you aren't at each other's necks. Elle continued. Is everything uh. I say going to be with an ellipsis at the end? <laughs> yeah. seems, everything everyone yeah. says has an ellipsis at the end this is like every text i get from my coworkers. oh no <laughs> uh just say we're just not in the mood to quarrel ryan said evan just nodded his head strange l thought after chatting a while it was already evening they are expecting the others to be back soon so they quickly prepared dinner Ryan asked Evan to get some meat and vegetables while Elle just tagged along. Evan and Elle chatted as they walked to the stalls. I do love eating meat and vegetables meat for too. dinner. Ah uh, yes, my favorite meal. Weird. I'm really wondering why the both of you are not quarreling. <laughs> Elle said. It really I just can't get over it. I wish you I two would fight say. already. <laughs> we are literally spent every waking moment well, arguing. It, it, said, it did say, I'm sorry, I'm going to scroll back to the beginning. It does say... Uh, not even one day would pass without them quarreling. Right, but that's you a just... little different than every single yeah, moment. Yeah, but it's like, it doesn't say that all, at all times of the day. I also like how it's only ever quarreling. We don't ever argue. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. have any it's disputes. Quarrel. We're only quarreling. Yeah. All right. Well, like what Ryan said, we're just not in the mood to quarrel today. The instant reply came from Evan. After they got the stuff needed, they passed by a small shop with a big sign. Have your photo taken here together with your loved ones. Discount! Elle and Evan looked at each other. Photo taken with loved ones, huh? Discount. Elle thought- Elle, will you marry me? Wait, what? No. Don't you think that's a good idea? The whole guild could have their picture taken here in disguise that we're all relatives. Elle uttered. Evan just had an uncertain look. 
Does Elle think that they won't let them take a picture if they're not actually related to each no, other? No, no, no. They, they just want the discount. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, loved ones doesn't mean you have to be relatives. Yeah, that's a fair point. They'll probably take your money anyway. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. matter what. But Ryan and Evan are always quarreling. They'll, they'll know something's up. Ooh. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Dang. Curses. It is true. The whole guild wanted to get their photo taken, but they were always training. Now is the best time to get it taken. Just ask for Stewie's camera. I was just gonna say that. (laughs) Well, it's a video camera. It doesn't take good still shots. Do they even know he has that? (laughs) True, true. Evan and Elle entered the shop and asked about the promotion. The girl in the shop said that they give a discount price for families. Elle just gave an evil grin. When they got back, they told Ryan about the sign. Ryan agreed to the idea. They prepared dinner, and soon the rest came back. Elle, you're, you're back. back! They exclaimed and hugged him. Elle was out of breath, and Ryan just chuckled at her brother. Ryan, help me here! Elle cried. Ryan just giggled and helped him. Everyone just moved back and started giggling at Elle. Ah. <laughs> just is my favorite word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I wasn't gone for that long, right? He said as Ryan patted him. Well, well, we, we missed you, you so much. much. <laughs> they we... exclaimed. Everyone in the entire <laughs> guild all yeah, at the, the same whole... time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's eat now or the food will get cold, Ryan said. Everyone took their seats around the dining table and enjoyed their meal. Even they felt it was rather strange that Ryan and Evan were not quarreling. Forger <sighs> asked L who sat next to him. L just shrugged his shoulders. Ah! I had forgotten. What? I, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to... F- what does that mean? Al- Forger asked L. Oh, sorry. It's not that Forger asked L who was sitting next to him. It's it's that Forger asked L oh. who was sitting oh, next yeah. to him. Forger asked L, comma, who sat next to... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, not that, that he was asking. L is next to Forger. But yeah. Forger knew that information already. Yeah. Well, except <laughs> now, apparently he had forgotten. Did Forger ask Elle, though? That's yeah. not ah, I had forgotten. Elle exclaimed. Huh? What huh? is what it, it Elle? They asked. He discussed about the photo-taking promotion, and they rest were excited. They agreed to his plan. So, when do we get our photo taken anyway? Flo asked. The promotion ends by this month. I think we better get our photo taken as soon as possible. Ella continued. <laughs> the whole guild thought for a moment. Sorry. <laughs> Can they not just do it now? <laughs> yeah, when you just said they, they, can't, they couldn't take it because they were always trading. Now is the best time to get it yeah, taken. Why is now all the best now. time to get it taken? Clearly we're not available. Okay. Why don't we have it taken next weekend? After all, we're quite free on weekends. (laughs) Sephiro said. Everyone nodded their head in agreement. So the next weekend arrived, Flo and Forager were styling up their hair. The other guys put on some cool accessories while the girls spent quite a long time in their rooms getting ready and such. Okay, let's go now! We don't want to be late! Every who was done exclaimed from downstairs. Ryan came down, and this time, she looked different. Usually, her black hair is just tied up in a normal way. You know, the normal way that you tie <laughs> yeah, up You know. Hair. A normal way. Sorry, a normal way, yes. Uh, but this time, her fringe was let down, and she looked really beautiful. 
Evan came down, and he was awed by her looks. It feels like one of those let-your-hair-down-take-your-glasses-off type things. My gosh, she looks so different. So beautiful. Evan stood still by the stairs, just admiring her. Evan could see Ryan looking at him. Repetition. So beautiful. Ryan was speaking something. Oh, her eyes are pretty. Ryan waved her hand in front of him. She looks like an angel. Evan! Are you deaf or something? Can't you hear what I just said? Ryan shouted. Evan jolted from his daydream. You don't have to scream right through my ears, you dumb kid. <laughs> in one ear and out the other. Yeah. <laughs> Evan fought back. Soon they started to quarrel. <gasps> Finally. The oh God, so there we go. Finally. Finally. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> the whole house was already shaking and every could bear it no more. Wait. <laughs> I did not prepare this voice for shouting. Quiet! He shouted at the top of his voice. Ryan and Evan stopped. They looked really scared, as every could be scary when he's upset. The whole game came down to find out what was happening. Okay, today is the day for us to be excited or happy. Only one of those two things is allowed. But we should also get along with each other well. So please, forget about fights. Flo said. That includes quarreling. <laughs> yeah, right? This isn't a fight, they're quarreling. Uh, Ryan and Evan looked down, feeling rather bad for what they did. They walked to the gang and apologized. Every was feeling less tense as he was earlier, and he accepted their apology. Dear, don't worry about it. It's my short temper that caused me to raise my voice. Every said. Ryan hugged him. Every treated her like his own sister. As his family members are no longer around. Oh no! Ah. <laughs> yeah, right? Sudden uh, info drop. Uh, yeah, all right. As she hugged him, he smiled. Evan just looked at them strangely. Oh, it's back to D-Uppa. D-Uppa. <laughs> yeah, for, th for those listening along, it's a lowercase d followed by all uppercase U-P-P-A. Uh, so yes, D-Uppa uh, tapped Flo's shoulder and pointed at Evan. Flo looked at Evan and found that he was staring at Ryan, who's hugging every- Um, do you think he's jealous? Duppa whispered. Flo rubbed his chin. Hmm, I have to say, it could be right. Then Flo gave an evil smile. Duppa wondered why, but Flo still had his devilish grin. Soon the whole gang was walking to the city. They reached the shop and entered it. May I help you, sir? A lady in the shop asked. The lady had her purple hair tied up, and she was wearing a white work dress. Oh, we want to take out family photo? <laughs> a family photo to go, please. Yeah. <laughs> also, Medium, it, please. Wait, I, I, did I miss it, or is it suddenly next week, or what? what yeah, yeah, yeah. It said, like, it literally just suddenly was like, the yeah. next weekend okay, arrived. Okay, it's next weekend oh, okay. now. Oh, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. So the next weekend arrived. Um, Elle lied. Well, sir, you've come to the right place. We offer a discount for the photo, but first, I'm just curious that all of you are really related. Damn it! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no! The one flaw in our plan! We got caught! Figure this out, run! The lady continued. Elle was worried. But imagine someone grilling you on how. <laughs> I don't think you're person. related. I'm gonna need a blood test and two birth certificates, please. Yeah. <laughs> For a 2% discount. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not worth that much. Yeah. Oh, these two are engaged! Zanza said as he pointed to Ryan and Evan. 
Ryan and Evan's eyes widened. What? Before they could continue, Extreme and Summer Girl closed their mouths and said, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's how you speak with your mouth closed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a coincidence. Well, this cute couple can have their wedding photos taken here as well. The lady said. Evan and Ryan's jaws dropped wide open. Wedding, wedding photos? photos? Um, don't you think it's a little sudden? Ryan said as she knocked Evan's chest. Ooh, whack. <laughs> yeah, ow. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, yeah, 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 it's a little too sudden. Evan said. The lady just gave a smile. Then she raised her hand in the air. Soon a portal was open and she asked everyone to enter it. <laughs> this isn't suspicious at all. <laughs> the gang was sent to the Pronteran fields with the bright flowers under the sunny sky. Ryan and Evan stood next to each other, wondering what was about to happen. The lady set up her camera on a tripod stand. Ryan was getting worried. Elle went up to her and whispered, Patient. That's our only way to get a good discount. <laughs> Ryan gave him an angry look and Elle backed away. Okay, okay, I'll stop. Okay, but like, they didn't ask about anyone else. You guys gotta kiss, I'm not paying that much. No. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> I do like that the big question is that Ryan and Evan in specific are not related, whereas there's like this whole group of people. Something's missing. The lady thought as she saw the cute couple standing there. Aha! She uttered and adjusted the camera. All we need is a... The lady quickly walked up to Ryan and Evan and... Kiss! <laughs> the lady pushed their heads together, making them kiss coincidentally. Ryan and Evan's eyes widened. The flash appeared from the camera and the shot was taken. The guys started whistling while the girls clapped. <laughs> Ryan and Evan had stopped kissing, but they stood still. They were both too shocked to say or do anything. Then winds blew. Leaves from the trees started falling. The grass rustled. Then everyone went up to the both of them and they cheered. Whoa! it? <laughs> I think that's supposed to be like a whistle sound. Yeah. yeah, fuel it. Yeah. Oh, this is so romantic. Also, like, this would be terrible in real life. Like, a terrible yeah. thing to do to, no, to real people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> now it's time to take the guild or family photo. Although Ryan and Evan were still shocked, they got back their senses. After they posed nicely, and the shot was taken. So that kiss was not necessary at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just rude. <laughs> it's time to head back home. We still have to go to the gathering later. What? What, yeah, what, what gathering out of nowhere, Flo said as he gathered everyone. <laughs> Summer Girl opened a warp portal back to their guild house and everyone entered it. I, I do like that this, uh, this photo lady warped them out to the field and then I guess just like left them there. <laughs> uh, when they reached home... I can't wait for that photo to be developed. It's gonna be hilarious. Zanza said. Same here. Just said. I'm glad that you guys are remembering which voices were which, because uh, I'm realizing it's not obvious who's who. <laughs> uh, soon the whole house was filled with the guild members' voices about the kiss between Ryan and Evan. Ryan was in a room, watching the white clouds across the bright blue sky. It was a windy day, and the leaves rustled as the wind blew. As she looked at the clouds pass by, the thought of that kiss made her feel confused. She remembered the move that lady made. The move that made them kissed. <laughs> to reiterate, <laughs> this forced kiss. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't want to read this. <laughs> when we kissed, I felt a warm feeling in his lips, and suddenly, I would hope my heart so. skipped a beat. He's not a zombie. <laughs> I, I realized I was staring deep into his blue eyes, and I felt different. I've never felt like this before. It felt as though something was blooming inside me. Anger at the lady who forced you to kiss. Probably get that checked out. (laughs) Gross. A knock on her room door awakened her from her thoughts. She walked to the door and opened it. It was Evan. The blue-haired assassin stood by the door, waiting for Ryan's permission to enter. You may come in. Is he a vampire? (laughs) She said softly as her face... Hmm? You have to invite vampires into your home. They can't come in without an invitation. (laughs) She said softly as her face flushed pinkish red. Evan entered the room and stood by the window. Ryan closed the door and walked to the window. Dangerous proposition. Yeah, whoa. (laughs) Okay, I've come to tell you this. About what had happened earlier. Evan couldn't continue as he started blushing when Ryan looked at him. Yeah? Ryan too started blushing. Well, it was nothing, okay? Just an accident. Well, I wouldn't say that was... It was forced upon us, yeah. not an accident. Yeah. It was not an accident at all. Evan said sheepishly. Accident? Actually, everyone's ears were glued to Ryan's door. <laughs> they were trying hard to listen to their chat, and they were packed on the door. Accident. Uh, yeah. It is. Ryan replied in a soft tone. That was not soft. (laughs) Also, it wasn't really an accident. The lady forced it on you. Yeah, it was not an accident at all. So let's forget about it, okay? Evan said in the same sheepish tone. Okay. Ryan replied softly. While they were chatting. Ouch, you don't have to push me that hard. Zanza yelled as Ice Mocha Girl squeezed to get a clearer sound. (laughs) Suddenly, Flo lost his footing and fell on the rest. Ah! Ah! Ryan and Evan, who are in the room, we know that they're in the room. This is no shock. Are you sure? I think we were by the window. Is that the same room? That's not the same thing. Yeah. Heard the sounds and quickly rushed to open the door. To their surprise, they saw everyone right in front of the door. Uh, we can explain, Summer Girl said. Ryan and Evan were furious. Ryan slammed the door shut and Evan and the rest were left outside. Oops. (laughs) Ryan threw herself to the bed and looked out the window. She gazed at a big tree and the blue sky. Why are they doing this to me? Gosh, I hate this so much. Me whenever we do a, a hacks and slash. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, she saw two birds flew and rested on a branch of the tree. The blue one, which she presumed it was a male, was trying to court the pink bird. The blue bird impressed her with his colors and performed some tricks. <laughs> He's like juggling over there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> after some time, yeah, the pink bird flew away together with the blue bird. Ryan gazed at the birds and thought for a while. What a metaphor. What a very subtle... I don't know. Not enough bees. Just birds. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Suddenly, a vision of Evan popped up in the depths of her thoughts. No. Why is he... Why? Ryan was confused. Don't tell me. I'm... Suddenly, a knock on the door woke her up from her thoughts. So so did we, like, leave and come back, or are we just standing there this whole time? Yeah, everyone's (laughs) just been outside the door. (laughs) It's been all of, like, a minute. (laughs) 
We'd better head off to Payon now. We have a gathering with our alliances. It was Evan. She opened the door. Evan stood by the door, waiting for her. Ryan walked out from her room with Evan and headed downstairs. Okay, since everyone is here now, we better get going. We don't want our alliances to wait long. That's not how the word alliances works. <laughs> I believe the word I was looking for was allies. <laughs> <laughs> Flo said. So they headed out of the house. Vicky opened a warp portal to Payon City. Wait, who's Vicky? When they reached there, the alliances were already there. Every year, there will be a gathering of the alliances so they could discuss about strategies for battles, or even just to have a chat. Everyone had a long chat with their alliances, and then Zanza mentioned something without Ryan and Evan knowing. Psst! Guess what happened earlier? What? Whoa, what, ha what, what happened? happened? They asked. Ryan and Evan? Kissed! What? Those, Those two? Are you, Are you sure? sure? And you're not leaving out any important details about the consent situation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Well, then Zanza explained what had happened. Oh, okay. Whoa! Whoa! Ryan and Evan, who were sitting not too far away, heard their woes and ahs. <laughs> Sorry, I should have been quieter. But far enough away <laughs> that yeah. they couldn't hear. Yeah. Zanza going, hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't tell me Zanza told them about it. Hey, I think I've got the perfect idea. Ice a girl exclaimed in excitement. She told them her plan, and everyone agreed. Ice a girl and Duppa, now with a capital D, uh, sneaked back to the guild house with Jess's help. When they reached home, they placed some notes in Ryan and Evan's room. Then, they headed back to Payon by the Kafras. After a few hours at Payon, they finally headed back Why were they there? Evan didn't follow, but he went to the city instead. Ryan got back to the house and headed to her room. She was surprised to see a piece of paper on her bed. She opened it, and it read, Ryan, meet me at Geffen's floating lane. Evan. Ryan was wondering why would Evan meet her there, but she just walked out of the house and walked to Geffen Hill. Uh, Ice Mocha Girl and Duppa gave a high five as she walked out of the house. Then, Hey, where's Evan anyway? Duppa asked. Oh no, Ryan will be there all alone. Evan is out in the city. I smoked a girl exclaimed. <laughs> you should have thought this through a little better. <laughs> Did we not? I thought there was a plan. You said yeah. you had a plan. Yeah, said, and, and, and you said everyone agreed to it. Does that include <laughs> us, or are we still left out of everyone? Apparently Evan didn't get the memo that he was supposed to secretly meet with this person, even though it was not his idea or he didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Ryan was at Geffen after she walked for a while. This is also like a bit of a hike, uh, going from Prontera uh, guild houses to Geffen. Um, yeah, anyway, Ryan was at Geffen after she walked for a while. Uh, she headed to the bridge, and she walked to the hills. There was a floating lane from the hills, and she sat under the small hut in the floating lane. The hut overlooked the bridge connecting the city to the fields, uh, and the view was just breathtaking. After waiting a few hours, she hours. finally thought Wow. Yeah, wow. wow. <laughs> she finally thought that waiting there was just a bad idea. Wow, I would have thought that after like half an hour. Half an hour, fifteen I minutes. I would have thought that before even going. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, Evan didn't exactly <laughs> specify Say a time. what time? Yeah. Hours. Jeez. <laughs> He's not coming after all. 
Must have been a prank. Psych! She walked home sadly, while I smoke a girl and Duppa went searching for Evan in the whole city. Where could he have gone to? I smoke a girl yelled. Don't ask me. He just said that he'll be here. Duppa replied. Aw oh, man, Prontera is such a big city. How are we gonna find him? I smoke a girl continued. Then, both of them saw Ryan walking back sullenly. She was walking very slowly and had a sad face. You know, like sullen. Perhaps. <laughs> oh no, I guess she had waited for such a long time. Hours. That was a sad idea. There! Evan! Please come here as fast as you can! I smoke a girl shouted as she waved her arms in the air so that Evan could see her. Evan walked to them and asked, Why are you in such a hurry? Can't you just wait a while? No time to talk now. You better head home now. Duppa rushed. Because of this plan that we came up with. Yeah. Yeah. We screwed up. So now you gotta go back home right away. <laughs> and fix this for us. Marty, it's yeah. your kids. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so the three of them headed home as fast as lightning and passed by Ryan without her noticing it. But she did. Yeah, she clearly noticed <laughs> As evidenced by this. Hmm. Did I just saw them? <laughs> Must have been my imagination. Ryan thought as Duppa, I smoke a girl, and Evan passed her. <laughs> we just walk right by. Oh, that was close. I smoke a girl gave a sigh of relief. When they reached back home, Evan went to his room and found a piece of paper on his bed. Evan, meet me at Geffen's floating lane. Ryan. <laughs> Is Ryan out? I like that also Evan didn't notice that Ryan was over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, they passed by her... And he also doesn't notice. Uh, Evan asked D Duppa the assassin and Ice Mocha Girl the wizard. I like that we finally <laughs> get to know what classes they are. Oh, yeah, that's good. Thanks. She's been out for almost two hours. You better get going. Duppa shouted as he pushed Evan out of his room. Then why did you, if they knew that, why didn't wait, they, like, but in they, their hang own on, fiction hang on. of their wait, prank? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why did they minute. take him home so first? they saw Ryan already coming back. Yeah, now like, they're telling like him Like, heading to go. home, and clearly we beat her home, so she should almost be home. So we're like, yes, go out to this place that she's already left and is no longer there. This isn't the same by any means, but this very heavily reminds me of Romeo and Juliet, where Juliet did not get any of the plan, and Romeo knew the entire plan the whole time. <laughs> Except in this case, I don't neither know why. of them neither knows of us any know of the plan. plan. <laughs> he sped towards the door when, suddenly, the door was opening. He couldn't stop himself from his speed, and he accidentally knocked Ryan, who was opening the door. Both of them ended up falling on each other and accidentally kissed. Okay, oh, like my eyes. Eyes. was an accident. Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like gravity forced them into it. Uh oh. <laughs> Ooh, it's a good point. Good point. There was a loud thud, and the whole house could hear it. Oh, no. Evan yelled in his thoughts. Ryan was just too shocked to say a thing, but her eyes were wide open. Whoops. <laughs> I smoke a girl and dump a chuckle. <laughs> Hey, what was the noise all about? Flo asked as he got out from his room. He was shocked when he saw Evan on top of Ryan and he shouted, <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh! Ryan and Evan blushed furiously as they looked at each other for quite some time. Okay, you two lovebirds can do this someplace else, but not in this house. Zanza giggled <laughs> as he walked down from upstairs. Ryan and Evan quickly got up from their accidental positions and brushed the dust off from their clothing. I smoke a girl walked to the door and said, Ta-ta! We'll wait for you both to be back by evening, though. Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> she closed the door hard that it was so a loud thud could be heard. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that 
Uh, Ryan and Evan were, were left outside in an awkward situation. Oh no. What am I to say? This situation is too weird. <laughs> That's definitely how I would respond. Uh, Evan yelled in his thoughts. In his thoughts. I'm yelling in my thoughts. Winds blew. The trees rustled. It's getting pretty quiet here, except in Evan my thoughts. Evan continued in his thoughts. Yeah. Man, these friends are pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get new friends. That was just an accident, right? Ryan asked in a soft tone. Evan was sweating profusely, and he was too nervous to say a thing, but he tried his best. Yes. <laughs> Y-E-S. Dot, 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 dot. Evan replied, trying not to stammer. Gods, please save me. This situation is getting too awkward. Evan continued screaming in his thoughts. Back at the guildhouse, Stewie showed everyone the situation he recorded earlier. Everyone went. Ha 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 ha! Stewie, Spying on us without our consent. <laughs> oh, what a card. I love the concept that everyone at the same time says the exact same thing. A very thing. specific yeah, sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan and Evan still stood still outside the house. They remained quiet for, like, eternity. <laughs> Evan was still screaming in his thoughts, and Ryan was just blank. I'm sorry, I just love that I'm screaming in my thought. You just hear... Aah! Yeah. <laughs> screaming internally. <laughs> just internal screaming. <laughs> oh, sorry. Please say something, it's getting too awkward here. Evan whispered. I'm out of words to say. Ryan replied sheepishly. I'm confused with my own feelings right now. The incident in the last time and when he bandaged me. I'm not sure why the vision of him appeared in my thoughts. I'm not sure why I felt different when we kissed. Please, tell me, why? Evan, on the other hand, had multiple <laughs> visions of Ryan. <laughs> Suddenly, despite hating this person for my entire life. That incident in glass time. The time when I bandaged her. The time when we accidentally kissed. As opposed to the time when we were forcibly <laughs> yeah, forced kissed. to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this happening? Could this be... Love? Both of them blushed when they thought about it. Ryan, I... Evan stuttered. Ryan just looked at him. <laughs> That's reassuring. She's not having this. <laughs> She's just looking at me. <laughs> Stares. <laughs> that, that, that makes this awkward. <laughs> I, I think I, I... Evan continued in a sheepish tone. Ryan just stared at him in the eyes. <laughs> She's just glaring at him. From upstairs, Vicky opened a warp portal where Ryan and Evan stood and shouted, Go and do this someplace else! The warp portal took them to Amatsu, the land of blooming cherry blossoms. Was what? that even around in 2004? What? What? I mean, Wait. I guess I had to Jetty's be. asking the real questions. <laughs> when they reached the place, they were astonished to see how breathtaking the scenery was. They walked slowly towards a shady cherry blossom tree, but Ryan accidentally tripped over a small rock. Okay, that is too accurate casting. I can't believe you do this, Jenny. Call me out like this. She fell to the ground, and her legs started bleeding. How? Ryan, Ryan sat uh... down on the grass, and Evan quickly wrapped her leg with a piece of cloth which he tore from his uniform. Evan, I can heal myself. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't, can heal myself. Can't, though. Evan... 
I have magic powers. (laughs) (laughs) Chill. (laughs) Ryan said, but Evan replied, No, save your (laughs) energy. Save your energy. (laughs) No, save your energy. No, no, really, I can heal myself. No, 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 I know better. (laughs) As he wrapped her leg, Ryan gave a peck on Evan's cheek. (gasps) This time it's not an accident. (gasps) (gasps) Evan blushed furiously. He continued bandaging until it was done. <laughs> Ryan tried to get up, but her leg refused to cooperate. She Guys, tripped on a on. stone. She tripped on a small rock. Yeah. <laughs> so I genuinely think this time it's not an accident was kind of a cute line. However. Now, does that mean the tripping was not an accident? Or does that mean the kiss was not an accident? My plan to fall over and purposefully bleed worked. <laughs> yes, thank, thank goodness I got cut exactly where I was hoping to. Thank God my clumsiness came Actually, in handy. that's a pretty introvert way to get out of a situation. Yes! I'm injured, can't keep doing this, sorry. Oh, <laughs> thank <dang>. God. <laughs> oh Curses. my God, yes. All right. I think we should go to the inn. Evan said as he carried Ryan on his muscular arms. (laughs) She can walk. I have a vision of him just outstretching his arms forward and she's just like (laughs) planking on top. (laughs) Yeah, it's not in his arms. It's on on his arms. Yeah, on his muscular (laughs) arms. Uh, They finally reached the inn. The innkeeper, who looked like a 50-year-old man, welcomed them. (laughs) But was he a 50-year-old man? What is his exact age? I was about to do the oldest old man voice, and I was like, wait a minute, no, it's 50. (laughs) Well, he only looks 50. Hello, young ones. My, my, it seems you're hurt, young girl. I'm sure you'll need a rest. Why don't you take a room? (laughs) The innkeeper said. Ryan and Evan stared at each other. Then they nodded in agreement. Very well, then. I'll check which rooms are available, the innkeeper replied as he checked a big book. We only have a single bedroom left, but we can still provide an extra mattress, the innkeeper informed as he looked at Evan and Ryan, who was still carried by him. (laughs) Ryan and Evan looked at each other and hesitated. Well, I guess we're getting a room. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we don't have much choice. We'll take it then, Evan said as he carried Ryan. The innkeeper then took them to the room. Well, if you need any help, you can find me at the counter. The innkeeper said after he took them to the room. I can't believe this is even happening. She fell down and she got a little scrapey wapey and now they have to go to an inn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. they have we a house. Her. And she's a healer. She lost two I HP. I can heal myself. They yeah. also just have a house. Yeah, we where they live. can just teleport well, back home or something. They, they would have to find a priest who could warp them back to uh, the Prontera Guild area. I'm a area. priest though, and clearly, right? and clearly none of us have any sort of potions or anything. And, and also, by the way, you do heal at like double speed if you sit. <laughs> what? She's got to save her energy. I... And also, by the way, inns, not a thing in Ragnarok. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> this really is fanfic. Yeah, like there, there is no such thing as like going to the inn to recover in Ragnarok. I am livid oh. at the inaccuracy. <laughs> I can't believe this. I think they did actually uh, implement something like that recently, but that was in like the last, you know, five years uh, and not uh, circa 2004. Um, Evan placed Ryan on the bed. Then he went out of the room. He came back shortly with new bandages and some medicine. What? Evan took a seat on the bed and tended to her wounds. As he was bandaging, Ryan asked him something. Evan, before Vicky warped us here, what were you trying to say? Uh, uh. Evan was getting nervous. 
What was it? <laughs> Ryan continued asking. Uh, let's forget about it, please. Evan replied as he had a big sweat drop <laughs> dripping down his forehead, like in my animes. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Ryan yelled. Evan tried to comfort her, but Ryan just ignored him. Then someone knocked on the room door. Evan stopped bandaging. How much did he need to bandage? How bad was this scrape? And got up to open the door. It was the innkeeper. Well, I have something to let you know. There's a lantern festival tonight. If you two are interested, you can go to the city tonight. Gee, that sure would be great, except we brought her here because she can't walk. (laughs) (laughs) Quotes, can't walk. Okay, thanks for informing. We'll think about it. Evan said. The innkeeper smiled and walked away later. <laughs> later. <laughs> what? Just... Like, he just stood there for, like, five minutes. Smiling. He waited for them to confirm, and they didn't. Yeah. He was like, all right, bye. By the way, I also do like that, you know, at the beginning, the image that you have of them is that they're, like, you know, teenagers or, like, children. Uh, and then it's suddenly, like, his muscular arms. <laughs> And that, like, there's this super buff assassin dude who's just like, uh, 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 I, 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 I don't, I don't yeah. know what, what, what <laughs> like, we, we don't have to talk about it now. Yeah, just, uh, just, just don't talk about it. Evan sat on the bed and continued with the bandaging. <laughs> he keeps messing up, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> He's being like, no, not, that's I'm wrong. Not, I'm not a healer, that's okay? That's wrong. Could literally just heal myself. You're really, <laughs> she, really bad Ryan at this. is just critiquing constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the uh, amount of time that they've explicitly been sitting on the bed, and that's a quote, uh, they probably would have healed everything mm-hmm. by now. Um, Evan asked, asked her if she wanted to go. She just said, Well, if you want to. Evan replied, So, okay, I say yes. <laughs> Evan checking his script yeah. <laughs> looking, looking at his palm <laughs> He's like, okay My next line is I say yes So the night came Ryan was feeling much better after she had taken some potions And she could walk Wait, wait, so we yeah. needed to bandage your hand uh. They informed the innkeeper And they headed to the venue When they walked out The streets were brightly lit with lanterns As they walked They finally reached the place. Lanterns were given to everyone and they could walk around the stalls. Ryan and Evan walked around. After a while. Ryan, I think we have already checked out all the stalls. Why don't we get some rest? Evan said as he pointed to bench under a cherry blossom tree. Ryan nodded and they walked. They sat on the bench and there were some soft winds. (laughs) The winds blew and the cherry blossoms started falling. It was such a wonderful sight. Then... Evan asked Ryan something. Ryan, about what you asked earlier. Evan said in a sheepish tone. Huh? Ryan hummed. Uh, I was saying that I... I... Evan's heart started beating faster and faster. Yeah? I... Uh, uh, uh. Evan stuttered. Ryan looked at him closely. <laughs> just staring. She's <laughs> just stares at me. Stop torturing me. <laughs> Love you. Evan confessed. Ryan's heart skipped a beat. Evan was sweating profusely and was blushing furiously. Ryan was also blushing too. Also too. Also too. Evan, I don't know what to say, especially since all we do is fight. Yeah, Yeah, constantly. They don't fight. They quarrel. We quarrel constantly. Oh yeah, they quarrel. quarrel. Sorry. Right, right. God, are we even reading the same fic? Gosh. (laughs) Yeah, jeez. Ryan said in a very soft tone. 
Ryan, I love you, but I'm not sure if you feel the same. <laughs> Evan said Sorry. sheepishly, but he was waiting eagerly for an answer. Ryan was quiet for a moment, and she moved nearer to Evan. She landed a kiss on his cheek and said, Now you've got your answer. Did she already do that, though? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she did. She already did. <laughs> like, a few hours ago. Evan was overjoyed. He hugged her tightly and stared at her deeply in the eyes. Could you confirm, Staring. Brother, please? Yeah. He tilted his head nearer to her face, and in fact, the distance between their faces was like <laughs> a centimeter or so. <laughs> <laughs> Why phrase it like So, that? like, three quarters of so a centimeter? So close. Yeah. yeah. Evan's heart was beating faster and faster, but he plucked up the courage, and he kissed her in the lips. <laughs> in okay, the yeah, lips. sorry, I'm just uh, measuring that, and it's real fucking close. That's really <laughs> close. But, listen, you need to be that close to kiss her in her lips. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Like, they're, they're clipping... Uh, yeah, where the, our yeah. models are clipping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I finally did it! A warm feeling filled their hearts. They knew that somehow Cupid made his move and it worked. The next day, both of them returned to Pronterra. They both walked to the guildhouse together, holding hands. When they reached the door, they rang the doorbell, even though it's their own guildhouse. Yeah. Scorpy opened the door, a new character who I don't think is mentioned since, like, the first line when Flo introduced them, yep. uh, and was shocked to see both of them holding hands. I seeing the real thing? Scorpy stammered in shock. Ryan and Evan looked at each other and giggled. Well, want me to pinch you to make sure you're in reality? You're in reality. Yeah. You're in reality. Um, yeah, you're. Not my in reality. Ryan asked as she giggled. Scorpy just nodded his head. Ryan pinched Scorpy until he screamed. <laughs> Ouchie! <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked. <laughs> well, I bet you were seeing the real thing now. <laughs> Ryan said as Evan chuckled. Hey, hey, what's all the commotion down here? Flo asked as he heard some scream downstairs earlier. As he walked down the stairs, he was stunned to see that Ryan and Evan were actually holding hands. You, you, guys, are holding hands? He shouted in total shock until the whole guildhouse could hear his voice. Then, one by one, the guild members walked out of their rooms and wondered what was happening. All of them gasped in shock when they saw that Ryan and Evan were holding hands. I like how, this, <laughs> despite the fact that everyone was in on this whole plot to make us fall yeah. in love from the beginning, and they're still acting like it's the biggest shock that they've ever seen. Well, before they were just kissing. Now they're holding yeah. hands. Yeah, well, yeah. holding. I was just well, going to say. They didn't see us kiss. Well, well, okay. They didn't see us kiss consensually. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, hey, hey, so what? We're just holding hands. Evan said. But, but, but you guys, you, you guys were, were at always each at each other's necks last time. time. They said in a loud tone. That was last time. Ryan said as she smiled. The rest just stared at Ryan and Evan blankly. Ryan and Evan giggled. Well, looks like they have to get used to this. After a while, Ryan and Evan had gotten closer to each other. They went through many hardships together and managed to stay strong. Soon, they got married and the whole guild celebrated, so enemies turned lovers. Some may think it's ridiculous, but accidents happen for a good cause. It was not an accident, and, and it when was a plot. I, and also, when, when we got married, and that person that took our photo wanted their money yeah. back. <laughs> 
So that was now and then. (laughs) Also, I want to go back. That whole thing was started because Evan was forced to bandage a wound. And that was like, he's being so nice. And it's like, he had to do that. You, he was you forced me to do this. <laughs> I, lo- I love told how the whole thing is being phrased it. as an accident, despite it being entirely premeditated by everyone yeah. else in Wild. the group. Uh, uh, th- I does... felt slightly uncomfortable that whole thing. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole fic was the photo taking scandal. And not not just the part where they're like forced to kiss, but the whole like we have to lie and say we're family, otherwise we're gonna have to pay real money for this. Yeah, we can't get the discount. And then at the end we get married, and then that person, and then the photo taking person realizes they were scammed. Also, James, were you going for Solid Snake? (laughs) Yes, I was. I'm glad someone brought that up. Yeah, I was was thinking about making a joke, but Uh, I didn't know if it was, like, (laughs) a good time to, like, interject with it, because I didn't know if you were actually going for that. I was totally Mm -hmm. going for that. I I, I hope you liked it. Oh, it was fantastic. I'm back. Are we putting James in a box? Is that what's happening? Wait, what? Uh, Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, he's been in the box. In the box. All right, I'll go get the box. All right, James, get in the box. All right, okay. Here. uh, Okay, there we go. Colonel, the Colonel. (laughs) Colonel, I'm in a box, hiding from the rest of my guild so that they can't force me to kiss someone. So that they stop forcibly (laughs) shipping me. (laughs) What do you mean, what is shipping me? Just, uh, <laughs> Otacon, help me out here. Put tape on the box and affixing an address label. <laughs> oh, no. Just remember what you learned about the OTP. <laughs> Colonel, I left my box and my guild member said, well, 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 look who came out of his box. And then I got embarrassed and went back in my box. Oh, no. I can't uh, believe this. So, uh, are, are we ready yeah, for uh, the second part? Okay, so... That's the end of Now and Then. So now we are starting our second fanfiction of the evening, Heal and Kill. Another uh, fanfiction about, well, the previous one was a priest and an assassin. This one is an acolyte and a thief. Uh, and joining us for this second fanfic also is John Rizzi. What's up? Um, That's it. So yes, Heal and Kill. One is an acolyte and other is a thief. They both have diff insights and beliefs, but they were destined to stop the chaos in Midgard. Will beliefs be a hindrance for a blooming love? On the process of editing. I will note, um, this one, uh, I can appreciate, uh, trying to speak a language that is not your, your primary, uh, language that you grew up with. Uh, so there are some difficulties, there are some, uh, questionable phrasings, um, oh boy. and... Yeah, get get ready for a ride. But there is um, also other stuff that is just. <laughs> yeah. It's Ragnarok. We'll see when we get to it. Yeah, we'll. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Heal and kill. Summary: Midgard is in trouble. Monsters are starting to take over villages, towns, and cities. Amethyst, who joined a guild that tries to stop the monsters, while Neon was just appointed as one of the people in Morok to stop the chaos. As two people journey on, they met each other. The first is an acolyte, hoping to be a priestess someday, just like her brother and father. The other one is a thief, wanting to be an assassin. Together they clash, but protect each other. <laughs> he protect, he attack. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will their beliefs become a hindrance in their blooming relationship? 
Should I continue? Nope, stop there. Oh, that old story. <laughs> he protect, he attack, but also he slash and hack. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Thanks for joining, everybody. Yeah. That's the end of the yeah. fan fiction. That's our show. Make that the episode. I finally did a good one. Are you proud <laughs> yeah, of that me? Was, that was phenomenal, Joe. <laughs> Heal and Kill. Chapter 1. One's Dedication. To stop. <laughs> Do you really have to leave, brother? Amethyst asked her brother with a worried face as she helped him prepare some things for his adventure. His brother looked at him and answered, I have to. Amethyst, Midgard is in great danger. The guild needs a priest like me. But what if what happened to father will happen to you too? Amethyst started a pessimistic idea, but she heard no response. Lance can't answer his sister's question. He can't promise her anything. He knew that this adventure is too risky, even for professional people. You just stay here with the other priest, okay? Be a good girl. He said as he took his things and patted Amethyst on the head. It's hard for him to leave his only sister in the sanctuary, but he have to because Midgard was in great danger. Maybe I can come with you. Amethyst tried to persuade her brother. You are just an acolyte. This job was for second jobs. <laughs> Lance answered. I'm going. He added as he gave a necklace to her. I'll always be with you. He teleported. <laughs> Bam. Just be careful, brother. She murmured as she clutched the necklace in her hands. I just love that he just says something and then just instantly teleports. I'll always be with you. Poof. <laughs> Gone. Except right now. Later. Yeah. And, and he's gone like like an angel's kiss. Angel's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, acolytes do get the teleportation spell. Uh that's yeah, one of their Yeah. Uh the blood of a priest is running through her veins. Each member of their family was a priest. Being a priestess is her dream. She want to be served not only God, but other people as well, just like her family members. She'll do anything to become one. It's a nice day. Neon just changed his job from novice to a thief. And someday, he'll be an assassin. Neon, a boy with many dreams. He believed that you can change the world by spilling blood on the ground. Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. All right. I think he may have become well, a... uh, you're not wrong. He might have the wrong motivation. He was sitting under a tree in one of the fields in Morak. He didn't mind all of... <laughs> All those drops and Chan Chan on his way. I like that they say on his way, but he's sitting. <laughs> you, you never had Chan Chan um, before? Yeah. It's delicious. Drops are like slimes. Chan Chans are like flies. Oh. They're monsters. Uh, he sure can take them single-handed. Morak? His hometown. This is the deserted place where you can find the Thieves' Guild. Neon! Someone called him. He looked back and saw his best friend, Jet, running towards his direction. What? He asked. <laughs> I just want to say goodbye. I'm going to Prontera and be a knight. Jet said to him, kind of nervous. Alone? Neon raised his eyebrow. Jet answered curiously. Yes. Neon looked at him and said, Are you sure that you don't need my help? There is no response. <laughs> Neon understood it as a no. Why are you going to be so mean, man? Okay. <laughs> he said as he stood up and hugged his best friend. It's one word, by the way, best friend. Be careful. He murmured. I will. Jet answered. To, to be, be continued. continued.
Chapter 2, Away From Home Amethyst looked at the mirror in her room. She has silky, shiny blue hair, matched no, with her green eyes. No, she has a silky, shiny blue hair. Oh, sorry. A single one. She has... <laughs> a. Just one. She has a silky, she shiny blue hair. She only has one. Yeah, matched with her green eyes. Is it? No, wait a minute. Is it? I, they go well together, perhaps, but I don't know if I call it matching. She is wearing a beige acolyte outfit, matched with her white skin. She's going to come with the other priestess to help them in do some chores. She was assigned to do the market job. <laughs> Playing the stocks. She looked <laughs> at the list of the things she will buy. It was quite many. She looked at her surrounding. How can she become a priestess if she is only inside of this four-dimensional building? Wow, she lives in the Tesseract? <laughs> she can't gain experience unless she went out of the Pronterra city and attacked some monsters. When she arrived at the center of the Pronterra city, she encountered so many people with different jobs. Others are selling what they have scavenged out of monsters, and some are buying second-handed equipment. <laughs> She looked again on her list. First thing, ten meat, five red herb, six yellow herb, ten apple juice, two milk. So the first thing was all those things? Yeah. Why do you need ten apple juice? That's a lot of apple juice. Two milk? <laughs> two milk is a little more. That's many milk. Than ten what apple what juice. kind of meat, by the way? Just ten meat. Yeah, meat. It's I mean, the item. No like, units. Yeah, for your dinner of meat and vegetables. <laughs> and apple juice and milk. And herb. Meat. <laughs> she looked everywhere to see signs selling meat. A few meters, she saw a merchant with a sign saying, Selling meat for 25 Z each. <laughs> Do you know what unit uh, Z means? Or <laughs> Yeah, Zenny. Yeah. Zenny. Amethyst computed her total charge mentally. Then she gave 250 Z in exchange for the meats. <laughs> In the middle of her buying for the other products, a novice approached her. Miss Acolyte, please heal me. Heal, please. Please, please heal. Please, <laughs> please heal. <laughs> he said, yeah. She smiled and healed him. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He said, I would, I, I also have to say this is wildly inaccurate. <laughs> no novice who's begging for heals ever says thank you. <laughs> like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe if you're Dang. lucky, they not say, even a THX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jenny Strong. Oh, so is, is it a novice or is it a novice? Yeah, no, this is just a novice. It's not a novice. So. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, my welcome. You bet it is. Uh, she answered. <laughs> After buying everything on the list, she went back to the sanctuary kitchen. She placed it at the table and proceeds to her next chore, cleaning the sanctuary along with the others. She started cleaning on the hallway. She noticed that there. Too many novices wanting to be an acolyte, just like her. Suddenly, a kafra went on away, carrying some letters. She handed it on the Supreme Priestess of the Sanctuary. The Supreme Priestess. She's old, just like your grandma. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Reads the letter to whom it was addressed. One O them is for Amethyst. Amethyst, my dear, you have a letter. <laughs> she smiled as she handed the letter to the beautiful acolyte. Amethyst opened the letter hurriedly and read it. She was shocked to what she read. To be continued. I used that old lady voice thinking I would never have to do it again. Unfortunately, here we go. <laughs> Chapter 3, Hatred. 
Amethyst slowly opened her letter. Suddenly, her heart beats faster. She felt something bad about this letter, but what could it be? She opened the envelope and saw a parchment folded inside it. She took it and slowly unfolds it. Dear Amethyst, how are you? It's been a long time since I left there. How are things there? My beloved sister, I want to straighten up things. This might be the last letter you will receive from me. From here, near the Glassheim, we might encounter monsters that we just can't tackle alone. I might sacrifice myself here if it is really needed. Girl, I want you to be strong. Stronger than I am. Accept things, even if it is hard to let go. Someday, you will be a priestess and follow the footsteps of our family. Be a good girl there. Loving you so much, Lance. Hey, I might die. And I just want to let you know that I'm going to physically sacrifice myself. Girl. What? Girl, I want you to be strong. <laughs> I also appreciate that we were just talking about glass time. And now it's Glassheim. Remember, they had to have a big party to go there. <laughs> yeah. And they he's right. They have some... He, we might encounter monsters that we can't tackle alone. Um, he should have invested in some alliances. He should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tears are starting to form from her eyes as she reads the letter. She swiftly wiped her tears as what his brother said. Be a strong one and learn to accept something even if it is hard to. Are you okay? One of the acolytes who were cleaning the hallway asked her. I'm alright. She murmured. Footsteps are heard along the hallway. A priestess suddenly approached Amethyst and said, The chief priestess wants to ask you something. Please report immediately. Did she just walk away? She said it on a firm voice and <laughs> proceeds outside. Amethyst wiped her tears again and went to the chief priestess's office. She knocks softly on the wooden door. I have to get into my, uh... Get into character. <laughs> character. I'm literally hunching my shoulders. <laughs> She's old, like your grandma. She, neither of my grandmothers. <laughs> Come in, my dear. The priest called her form inside. She slowly opened the door and peeked inside. She saw the an old priestess looking at the window. I suppose you already received the letter of your older brother. She said to her in a calm voice as her eyes looked at the greenly garden in, at the window. <laughs> She nodded as a sign of yes. You know that he volunteered as a representative of our sanctuary for the guild even after he heard the conditions and consequences might happen. He told me that accepting the invitation of the guild is a strong responsibility. Responsibility to protect Midgard, along with the people. Responsibility that his life might be a sacrifice, along with the others who joined also. He told me to tell you this. In case that happened. At least he said, you know it before it happened. <laughs> Why did she just like recount everything that he yeah. went over? Yeah, he already talked about this. How did she already know it was in his letter? <laughs> she explained in a soft voice. Then why did you let him join that guild? She yelled at her as she tried not to listen in every painful word that the old priestess speaks. I thought Anna's impression was She can't good. bear to hear about what bad things could happen <laughs> to her brother. She said this in a full voice as she slammed her hands on the table. Objection. <laughs> Thank you. My dear, we can't change his mind. He is really determined to follow the footsteps of your parents. She said to her as she looked at her with a comforting... Okay, so... I had a really tough time determining who is speaking at what point because everything is just she and her. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or occasionally he, even when it's she. Yeah. Uh, looked at her with a comforting eyes. Follow their footsteps? Will he follow them also to death? Can't he remember? Our parents sacrificed themselves, protecting Conterra City. She s- shouted, slamming the table harder. <laughs> Your Honor! My dear, all we can do is pray. Pray that he will come back here, safe. The old priestess sighed. <laughs> Kami-sama, please guide him. I can't bear to lose the only person I love most. Don't take my brother away from me. She murmured as she fight back the tears. Please, Kami-sama. She murmured at last. Now, Kami-sama is Japanese for, like, God, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, is that is that what the person's, like, native language is, do we think? Or is that just what God is called in Ragnarok? No, uh, it's neither, because um, looking at the reviews, I'm going to assume that the person is from the Philippines. Um, hmm. So, I think they're just a huge Just weeb. like my Japanese anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the priestess looked at her with pity. She sure feel how Amethyst feel. Lance and Amethyst are left by their parents in Sanctuary before they join the war, ten years ago, so the two become the closest ever. They protect- they attack- uh, sorry, they protect each other, (laughs) care for each other, and love for each other. Oh, I guess, okay, I- I was thinking, like, as babies, but I guess maybe they could have been- because that would suggest that they- (laughs) Lance was only ten years old. Um... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I get the feeling Lance is older. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry, Sister Catalina. I like that suddenly she has a name, uh, she said as she ran away the office. She wants to be alone. She thought of a plan. Find her brother. That's the only way. She was determined to leave the sanctuary and make her own journey. I'm going to find you, brother, she murmured. I hope this plan is more uh, well executed than the last plan. <laughs> Brother, I'm going to send you a letter, but not, you know, leave it in a place where you can find it, and then just send you on a wild goose chase. No, no, don't tell me. Hold on. No, it really is wrong. Sorry, I, I got concerned for a second because we just read chapter three, and then the title of the next section is chapter five. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh, yes. I think that's because uh, if you're looking at it in fanfiction.net, uh, it's the fifth chapter because the first chapter was... Summary. Oh. Uh, and eventually and the person after, forgot. Yeah. So the um, author so, just forgot. What? Yeah, which um, <laughs> I also like that it's at this point that they say, Disclaimer alert. I do not own Ragnarok. It is owned by Lee Myojin, and I don't own some names I used in this fic like Neon for the thief and Lance for the brother of Amethyst, and so forth and so on. What? Wait. I'm really glad he doesn't own the words neon. And so what you're saying is you use someone else's likeness without their permission. <laughs> but he does own Lee Myojin because it says my Lee Myojin. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's owned my Lee Myojin. Ah. Yeah. Chapter 5, Journey to West and Legend of Holy Light. That's a Fire Emblem title. Neon is bored. Sitting all day long as he watched the novices leveling up, wanting to be a thief, just like him. He was bored, staring at the bluish-white sky. He cannot feel any thrill in just staying at Morak. Besides, it is hard to learn other person when you don't even know who you are. Neon is not just like the other normal guys around. He doesn't even know who his parents are. All he remembered is that 
he was abandoned at the care of an assassin when he was a baby. <laughs> That's like the worst. <laughs> what? <laughs> who are we going to leave baby. our child with? Well, an assassin. <laughs> Did he train with the League of Shadows next to Batman? Okay. <laughs> Hakuza, the assassin who taught him everything he knew, even his beliefs. He taught him to be strong and to die is with honor. Yeah, and to what? die is with honor is better than to live with disgrace, a principle that he always believed. Yikes. He taught him that Midgard could only be saved if there are lives to be sacrificed. There is no peace that can claim if there won't be any sacrifice at all. Then when he was 10 years old, Hakuza died. <laughs> wow, he died young. <laughs> Man, he cared wow. for a all baby right. real young, oh, wow. too. Jeez. He became an assassin real young. <laughs> yeah. Rough place, Morak. Um, <laughs> leaving, leaving him nothing but his assassin equipments and the lessons he taught Neon. So when Neon was single-digit years old, this dude is like, <laughs> unless some people die, Midgard can't be saved. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's just Neon's the way things like, work. Blah, you know? blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Uh, uh, assassin. <laughs> you spilled your first blood. Let's put it in the baby book. <laughs> okay. It's hard to be like sad and like moody when everybody's laughing so much. Just yeah. solid snake. <laughs> solid snake. I'm going to set my journey and find myself, find my true identity. He murmured as he stood up. He was determining to find himself hoping that in this journey, he will know himself. I like that, like, he was, like, sitting on a stump watching novices level up and, like, drinking <laughs> wow. an apple juice, and, like, now he's suddenly, like... <laughs> he's like, wow, I'm bored. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go find out yeah, who like, I am. one of those little, like, plastic... <laughs> now that, that I've like... finished my apple juice, it is time to <laughs> find the... my identity. One of those, like, hugs juices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's in the shape of an apple, by the way. Oh, of course. Uh, Kiara, please keep this for me. One day, when I become an assassin... I'll go back here and take this one treasure in my life. Is it the apple juice? <laughs> he said to his childhood friend, Kiara. Kiara is a nice girl, wanting to be an acolyte someday, but her parents doesn't want her to leave Morak. The three of them, Jet, Kiara, and him, are good friends since childhood until now. Jet, his best friend, bid farewell to him, and he will be a swordsman, just like his father. Back in Kiara, chapter two. Yeah, the only child of the tool dealer in Morak... Wants to be an acolyte someday, but her parents just want her to stay and become a wife. Ew. Oh. But Neon. She murmured. He doesn't know how Kiara feels towards him. And Kiara doesn't know how to tell Neon that she loved him. From the beginning until now. Who would resist a good-looking guy who is persistent to achieve his goals? And believes that blood must be spilt <laughs> in order to save Vidgar. Yeah. Who's the hero here? What's not to love? <laughs> Don't worry, Kiara. I will come back. He said to her, caring as an older brother. But Neon, it would be dangerous. She replied. Kiara, don't worry about me. I can perfectly take care of myself. He said to him with a weak smile. A smile, which means hope. He rarely gives a smile, and he only gives this to those people who he cares most. And one thing, I'll surely miss your cooking. He joked. And don't worry, when you come back, I will cook you something special. She answered with a forced smile at his joke. She just smiled, just to give him determination and hope. Wow. <laughs> but I wish that you would be an acolyte someday and help people like what you wish for. He said as he patted him on shoulder and went off. Someday. 
I just like the like end of an anime episode it like turns to like a sketch painting uh as he like turns off and she like uh murmurs <laughs> as tears are starting to fall from her eyes as she looked at neon walking at the desert away from their homeland far away from her roll credits to be continued um, the only thing that's moving is like a sparkle on the tear yeah yeah um yeah neon is walking at desert thinking where he will start his journey I guess the desert, probably. Wow. He met a he met a peco peco on his way. He used his stiletto and starts stabbing the poor bird who is giving attacks to Neon, but always missed since Neon is fast. This is no match for him. The bird was killed immediately as Neon took the items that fell from it, hoping he could sell it for Zenny. What is this I, a Capcom got, game uh, now? Uh, I bet he got a feather of birds, um, maybe some fluff, uh, maybe a, a beak of peco peco. Um, beak of beak of peco peco. I feel like this was written in Mad Libs. <laughs> uh, also, I have to say, he's, he's a little high level. I wonder how long he was uh, uh, grinding drops uh, to be able to take a peco peco. I mean, if he can kill a bird with, a, with a, a stiletto shoe, then clearly he is very overpowered. After a long journey, he arrived at Peon a beautiful village, but too many monsters roaming around. He killed so many monsters before he arrived here. He received too much wounds all over his body, but he was able to walk, but only slow. He sat on a tree, just to regain his lost strength, when suddenly an old lady came to him and sat beside him. Take this, my child, so that you can regain your strength immediately, as she offered- Wait. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Wait, hang on a second. There's, there's no end quote here. This is all your life. There's no quote. This, it, read it as Take it's written. Take this, my child, so you can regain your strength immediately, as she offered Neon some red potions. Neon didn't bring any healing products, so he has to accept the old lady's <laughs> offer. Thank you. <laughs> he murmured. <laughs> you are different from the others. Let me tell you a legend that came to be true. Isn't that just called a story? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't question me. I'm speaking my wise words. Who are you? And yours too, <laughs> she said slowly. <laughs> Neon looked at her attentively. The old lady continued. Do you know the legend about the holy light? No. He answered. Oh, thank goodness, otherwise I wouldn't gonna be able to tell my exposition. The Holy Light was said to be the only savior of Midgard. No one what was it? It can be a monster, an item, or it can be a human. He can penetrate the evil and purify the soul of undead. It is the only one who can defeat the Dark Lord, the one who controls the monsters everywhere. She explained. <laughs> Holy light, he murmured, trying to think that what was That line in there that's like, it can be monster and item. I just thought of that <laughs> song, like, it can be a human. It can be monster. <laughs> the savior of Midgard. No one was what it. <laughs> no one what was it. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. light. <laughs> All right. Yes, along with its guardian, it can make the Midgard peaceful once more. That's what all guilds were searching for. They were searching for the holy light. The old lady said at last. I've got to go. My daughter might have been looking at me everywhere. <laughs> Jesus. She said as she stood up. <laughs> She's a very strange one, my daughter. Nice to meet a young boy, full of curiosity. 
She replied, then walked off. At a blink of Neon's eye, she disappeared. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. I also like, so, Holy Light is a skill for Acolytes uh, that you do by a quest. So, like, instead of just being able to learn it by default, you have to do a quest to get it. Um, it has nothing to do with anything that she just said. <laughs> it's just, like, an attack skill for Acolytes. Um, it's pretty weak um, and takes forever to cast. Chapter 6, First Sight. After Neon regained his strength by drinking those red potions, he stood up, wanting to continue his postponed journey. He looked everywhere, finding where he would start. The he heard a rumor that there is a cave at the north of Peon Village. They said that there are many zombies roaming around inside that cave. Also, they said that the fierce Moonax and Mongoons are present there. He was curious. Maybe he can find something there. He proceeds to Peon Cave. Few people went only inside, searching and scavenging for any rare items. He showed no fear when darkness suddenly wrapped around him. He showed determination. His eyes were glowing, as if he was blood-seeking. Suddenly, a zombie came in his way. He looked at it fiercely and didn't give mercy. He started to attack them, but suddenly more zombies came to him. He couldn't handle five alone. His agility started to decrease, which is a, a legitimate game mechanic. If you get attacked by more than five enemies, uh, your evasion goes down, um, causing the monsters to attack him. He received many wounds, but he didn't stop. He continued to finish all of these creepy-looking monsters. One last to put down, but he suddenly fainted. He collapsed on the cold floor of the cave. Legend of the uh, Holy Light? She murmured as an old woman approached her and suddenly told her a brief story about the holy- I like that this woman is just, like, going around- Like, this time she didn't even bother, like, introducing herself. She just, like, suddenly starts spouting uh, the holy light story yeah. again. Uh, she was in Payon. She doesn't how she came here. All she can remember is, as she was walking the pathway of Prontera, a warp suddenly appeared at her. The author suddenly realized that- How are we going to get, get these, these two, two characters to meet? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had that happen before, where somebody opens a warp under yeah. you. Well, no, um, the old lady <laughs> just really wants to tell people this story. Uh, it's like when Vicky cast warp under, uh, Ryan and Ryan Evan, and sorry. Evan, yeah. Uh, anyway, because of thinking the chance that the warp might be to G.H. Glass time, uh, she went in, but alas, she appeared at the Peon. Well, lady, I can see sadness beneath the beautiful cerulean eyes you have. I know that you have a kind heart. Didn't they say she had green eyes? Uh, they did say those words. Yeah. Um, the old lady said last, then she walked away. After the old woman disappeared, Amethyst slapped her forehead. This is not glass time. <laughs> she sighed. Now I'm totally lost. She murmured as she looked at the people selling different items at the middle of the village. He went at the north of the Peon and was amazed that he was now inside the Archer Village. She became more curious when she saw a cave at the western part of it. If I were you, don't go inside alone. Although you have advantages inside since you are acolyte. If you focused on the zombies or any undead and try to heal them, it'll hurt them. <laughs> a merchant commented to her, sitting while selling some items. Why would I heal the zombies? She asked about this game mechanic, more interested on what the merchant said. Acolytes and priests are holy while they are undead. Undead are no match for divine people. He commented and walked away. Uh -huh. Later. <laughs> Is he selling something? <laughs> yeah. Can you watch this for me? <laughs> he had to go get some more reds. Well, whatever he said, maybe I can try it. She murmured as she went inside the cave. Her heart is beating fast. 
It was dark, but she could see perfectly because of the torches lit at every side of the cave. So it it's not dark. It was peaceful. <laughs> Maybe the merchant is wrong. Maybe there aren't really any zombies or monsters here. But when she went left, she saw a thief lying on the ground and a zombie lurking beside him. Let's try... focus on the target. Heal! Hold down shift, and then cast heal, and then select the zombie. Um, she said as she pointed her hand to the zombie. The zombie lay on the floor like a flattened stuffed toy. I... I killed it! She said, surprised and was happy to see that acolytes aren't just for supports and just for healing abilities, but also they can kill monsters <laughs> by themselves without any this is, effort. This is like someone who plays uh, acolyte trying to explain why their pick is okay to their friends who are making them feel <laughs> bad guys, about it. It's not that bad. Jeez. Then her eyes suddenly went to the thief who was lying on the ground instantly. She approached it and hurriedly went outside, carrying the thief at her shoulders. Then she hurriedly checked his pulse, but he didn't felt anything. Then there's only one thing to bring him back. She holds his hand and suddenly a light suddenly appeared around her. Resurrection! She shouted. After that, light was disappearing once again. She just smiled. Also, by the way, uh, accolades can't cast resurrection. Um, and also, I don't know that she has a blue gemstone anyway. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> Jay, she... did you just choose these fan fictions just so you could flex your knowledge about Ragnarok online? <laughs> 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 yes, yes, he did. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> she was an acolyte. But she has some abilities that acolytes cannot do, and that is to resurrect. See, oh, so they, they, they do. They knew. Calm down, I mean, Jenny. they're still wrong. She knew this un also... unbelievable and surprising ability, but she and only her brother know about this. Wait, so her brother knew that she hid this ability from other people, hoping to be as normal as possible. The thief slowly opened his eyes, but he only saw blurred visions. She just saw a woman looking at her. The he closed his eyes again. She laid her soft hands top his cheeks. You are. She was about to say something when she suddenly felt that someone was approaching. She stood up and hurriedly hid herself. Leaving the thief on the ground, a group of merchants suddenly went by and saw the thief. They hurriedly carried him and rushed him to he nearest inn, helping him to have some rest and good food. Amethyst just smiled. She was glad that the man was now Ak. She slowly walked away from the archer village and proceeded back to the Paeon village, hoping to find a good inn or hotel. To be continued. Chapter 6, Destined to Be. <laughs> Again. This is the second chapter 6. Yeah. It is the second one. So this one, uh, it says, Amethyst's POV. That guy, he's simply familiar to me. I wonder who he is. His mysterious face kept on haunting me for hours, but I'm sure he is all right after I resurrected him. But at his looks, he looks like a merciless thief who wants to be an assassin someday. Assassins, they are people whose beliefs are way too different from the insights of priests and priestesses. They believe that this world can only have peace and harmony if there will be bloodshed. They believe that everything that happens here was made by people, and so the people must suffer to what they did, while us... We believe that everything that happens is God's will, and people must go with the flow to the way of God's will. She has got him pegged. What happened to Kami-sama? Oh yeah, what happened to Kami-sama? Yeah, and we also switched yeah. from uh, words to Roman numerals for the chapter numbers, by the way. Oh, did we? Yeah. How weird, yeah. Uh, Neon's POV. After my visions darkened, I remember a blurred vision of a woman wearing a blue bracelet at her right arms. 
She had multiple of them. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple right arms. She resurrected me. My life was saved by one of God's disciples. What a shame to me. I was killed by a dozen of zombies. If I'm only stronger than that, one day I'll go back there and kill all the monsters on my way. Aggressive or non-aggressive. Oh, wow. Non-aggressive take death. Out the neutral mobs, Even, too. Yeah. As I sleep, which I guess I'm doing right now, <laughs> I remember the woman who saved my life. Her angelic voice rang repeatedly at my ears, as if angels are with me. He doesn't believe in God. <laughs> if there is God, why is the world full of hatred and sorrow? Why didn't he make the world peaceful, full of joy and no sufferings? Why did he make the people greedy and selfish? Like me, I am all of those things. (laughs) But I'm not (laughs) accepting any responsibility for that anyway. Full of questions, (laughs) but few answers. When I woke up, I saw myself lying at a soft, comfy bed. A man who was sitting at a chair looked up and said, At least you are awake. Normal POV. Who's normal? (laughs) Anime POV. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? He asked. We were sleeping for almost a day. We saw you lying at the ground outside a dangerous Paeon cave, full of wounds but breathing. The cave is full of wounds? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the cave is chocolate. Now with more breathing. You are not the one who resurrected me? He asked, determined to know the kind lady who helped him. Resurrected? We have no acolyte. Actually, our group, we are all merchants. It's just passing by when we saw you. He explained again. Then do you saw who resurrected me? He asked again. Hopefully, (laughs) they must have seen the maiden who resurrected him. No, we didn't saw who resurrected you. We just saw you unconscious and alone. (laughs) He answered. Anyway, my name is Fritz Gerald de Monterey. (laughs) <laughs> but call me Fritzy. The guy said as he that's offered a, very, a handshake. That's a very unfortunate nickname. <laughs> Neon. Neon Symphonia. He answered as he accepted the handshake. What? Are you a relative of Hazuka Symphonia? One of the well-known assassins in Midgard? Fritzy was shocked. No, but he cared for me almost my entire life. I am just his orphan. You're not... His orphan? You're someone else's orphan. That's not how orphans work. <laughs> he answered back. I see. May God be with him. Fritzy commented as he looked up at the ceiling and made a sign of a cross. <laughs> he just smiled. <laughs> like, trying... put his arms. Like, but... He just smiled, trying to ease the pains of his wounds from his different parts <sighs> of his body. <sighs> Suddenly the door opened and a woman came in, holding tray full of foods. My favorite. Her blue hair is short, and she was wearing a merchant outfit. Hi! It's a good thing you are now awake. Here, have some soup. I also made some apple juice so you can regain your strength. Uh, apple juice, my favorite. (laughs) I love apple juice. juice. She said as she put down the tray at a nearby table and helped Neon to sit on the bed and offered a bowl of soup. Thank you! He said as he sat down and trying to take the soup. It's nothing. We, at our guild named Merchants Merchants, <laughs> what is ready, <laughs> is ready to help people in need. It's like those law firms that are like, you know. Like Simon and Simon. Morgan and Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Um, she said as she gave a smile. My name is Julia. Julia de Monterey. I am her older sister. She added. His name is Neon. Neon Symphonia. 
He is a rumored orphan of Hakuza Symphonia. <laughs> rumored? I literally told you I was. <laughs> but why does everyone do the, like, my name is first name, first name, last name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fritzy introduced the fellow to Julia. Really? Oh, wow. Maybe you are as great as Hakuza. You Maybe. know, if I met someone who was famous or related to someone famous for murder, I would not be, like, that jazzed about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, man, I hope you're- wow. Maybe you're as great as he is at killing things. <laughs> he spilled so many bloods. How many bloods have you spilled? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I am just starting to be a thief and wanting to be an assassin, a.k.a. I do not murder people yet, but I would really like to. He explained. Can't wait to start murdering. Hakuza is not really great. Ak may be great for other people in different perspective, but to his own, his known father was full of sorrow and grief. He knew and feels like ordinary people. He knows how to be sad, to be mad, to grief, to be happy, and to feel great. After a week of regret, wow, wow, yikes. I mean, I, I will say that they adjusted the um the calculations for how quickly you heal, so maybe back at that time it would have taken this long. And maybe maybe he forgot to sit, so you know it took twice as long. Um, after a week regaining strength, <laughs> On the bed. Neon was able to get back in his normal status. He bid goodbye to his friend and was very thankful that they helped him. While walking at the lower part of Peon Village, he saw an acolyte being joked harshly by some merchants. Oh, come on, Miss Acolyte. We need someone to heal us. The one said to her. And we need a beautiful woman beside us to become an inspiration. The other one added. Come on aside, but I don't... Boy, just like my Japanese animes, we're back to throwing in random Japanese. The Acolyte tried to say, but the man interrupted her. If we can't please you with words, then we will use sword... Ah, I see what you did. There. Is that supposed to that's be? Supposed yeah, is that to be like, like a wordplay? Because like, you move the ass from the end to the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's a good not one. Bad. Like I see what they were going for. Yeah, he smirked as a katana appeared in his hands. <laughs> Hold on. Um. <clears throat> hey, pick on someone with your same gender. Neon appeared at the front of them. Who are you? He said, trying to bully Neon. He just smirked in front of the bullies. Then fight with me. He smirked. Uh, we are just joking. The guy said at him. Yeah. The other two nodded. Retreat! The leader said as he run as fast as he could away from Neon as the two follows. <laughs> nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> <laughs> he teleported. Are you alright, also known as Daijobu? <laughs> <laughs> he asked the woman. The girl just nodded. Next time, also known as Sugiwa, <laughs> don't ever roam Jesus. around alone, okay? Hitori, Janai, where is your other party Stop. members? He asked her. <laughs> I'm leaving this call. <laughs> I don't have one. She said thankfully to the guy as she offered a handshake to him, revealing her blue bracelet. Neon was shocked. It was the same bracelet that she saw from the one who resurrected him. You? Anata, where did you get this? He asked as he suddenly grabbed her arm and stared at the bracelet intensely. <laughs> Staring. He's just gripping her yeah. arm. This? Oh, this is really mine. Arimas. Personalized and unique from Frontera. <laughs> Damn it. She said with a calm voice. Like, she's pretty calm for a guy just, like, randomly grabbing her arm and staring well, like an I inch mean, away like, from her doesn't... bracelet. Doesn't she know who he is? Yes, yeah, and she resurrected yeah, him. Yeah, like, she's, she resurrected him. She knows who he is. 
It's that you can't be the one who resurrected me. You're just an acolyte. He was surprised. I don't know the Japanese word for acolyte. <laughs> Akuraito. Akuraito. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, he was surprised. Oh, you're that guy from the Peon Cave who was defeated by zombies. She surprisingly remembered the guy's face. But how? He asked. Sometimes there are miracles. There's also Yggdrasil leaves, um, but you know that wasn't Yggdrasil. Um, she said with a smile. Uh, she sat down, and Neon joined her. Thank you. Arigato. He said shyly. <laughs> she just smiled. What's your name? He asked. Amethyst. Amethyst Galage. She said as she looked at the sky. I'm Neon. Neon the Hedgehog. <laughs> I mean Neon Symphonia. I like that he's said, like, his name so many times now. Uh, he introduced himself. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe. We can be party. He asked. But I think your level is higher than mine. We can't have an even share of experience. <laughs> Are they in a game? Amethyst answered, explaining a very specific game mechanic. He doesn't care if it isn't even share. I don't care. I have an EXP share. <laughs> but... He interrupted her last words. No buts. He said seriously. After inviting her to the party, they have a little chit-chat. I am the youngest in our family. Since the memory of Midgard was written, our members of family are all priestess and priest or holy. Starting from my ancestor until our generation... My parents died protecting Prontera from a monster's attack when I was just a baby. After they died, my older brother and me were left at the sanctuary with the holy people. My brother followed the footsteps of our parents, to be a divine person, the priest. And now, like the other guilds, he joined a guild looking for the holy light. I am having my own journey. I ran away from the sanctuary and set my own adventure, finding my brother and to search for the holy light. That's quite a, a drop on somebody who you don't know who you just met. <laughs> she narrated. <laughs> Neon was listening carefully. Didn't miss any word from her. Well, I am an orphan of a well-known assassin. Taking his last name as mine, I became Neon Symphonia. I don't know where my parents are and who am I? <laughs> that is why I am having a journey to find the real me. Maybe if I found the holy light, it might be able to answer my question. He explained. About your incredible power. I never heard such a news that acolytes can resurrect. He added, commenting on her powers. I don't know. I just discovered it when I was a kid. I resurrected a cat. <laughs> Only my brother and myself knew about this. And now, you. She replied. To be continued. Heal and kill. A Ragnarok Online fanfiction. You guys, you, you know that this is... Chapter 7 and or 8, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we know what this is. Chapter 7. Acolytes will always be acolytes. I see. He murmured. Want to have some? He asked as he offered an apple juice to her. <laughs> oh, wow. His treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she shakes her head. <laughs> well, we can't be friends Ooh, anymore. Dang, rejected. <laughs> it's okay. I wanted it all anyway. <laughs> So, where do you think we can see the holy light? She asked to him, looking at him with her red... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> where I? Looking at him color every chapter. With her red 
sparkling that's, eyes. That's the part that yeah, breaks no, Jay. No, 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 no. We're going RGB I have here. Charismatic eyes. They just keep changing color. They're RGB. They're GBR because they went from green to blue yeah. to red. GBR. Oh yeah. yeah maybe they're RBG and RGB, they just yeah, started RGB. as yeah. red before they went before the first yeah. chapter. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of it, but I don't know where to find it. Besides, I also don't know what it is. So all in all, we really don't know what we're doing here. It can be an armor, a weapon, a monster, like someone who doesn't like apple juice, or another human. It's the sun, for God's sakes. Oh, the holy light. Yeah, he explained to her what he knows, although... She had already heard all of this from the old woman as well. But he so doesn't know suddenly, that. Suddenly, another group of people come to bully them, uh, consisting of three swordsmen, uh, came to them. Because yeah. <laughs> this worked so well for the people who were here five minutes ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is our territory. One said to them, trying to bully Neon and Amethyst. Yeah, if you want to stay here, you have to give us a big amount of zenny and let that cute girl over there stay with us. Another one said to them. Uh, Neon and Amethyst stood up. Hide behind me. Neon murmured to the acolyte. Amethyst did what he told her. Over my dead body, which as of recently would have been just wait a bit. <laughs> 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 Ooh, unfortunate choice I of words. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Until recently. Amethyst is like, oh god. <laughs> no. uh... Neon answered them. Then we have to deal this in a harsh way. <laughs> the third one exclaimed as he draw his sword on a piece of paper. <laughs> Um, if you will catch us. <laughs> <laughs> Neon smirked as he suddenly took Amethyst's hand and dragged her running away from the bullies. <laughs> I love this. Get behind me. Over my dead body. <laughs> Bye. He's a really great assassin. Yeah. Follow them. The leader cried. They ran as fast as they could until they ended up in the middle of the archer's village. He stopped. He stopped and looked behind them. They are still following them. It leaves me no choice, he murmured as he faced them and bring out his stiletto. Good, so you are going to fight, the leader cried as he saw Neon draw his stiletto. Are you going to fight us? We are three, and both of you are helpless, the leader said as he tried to slash the thief with his lapier. <laughs> his lapier? Who says we are helpless? He asked as he dodged his attacks. His own attacks? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, suddenly, the two other swordsmen grabbed Amethyst on both hands. Let me go, you fools! Luckily, she has that extra right arm. And she shouted. She shouted while trying to take her arms off their hands. Then let's see what can a thief do if his girlfriend is near the hole of death. What's, what's what? the hole of death? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think that's a grave. I'm not allowed to tell you unless you get your parents' permission <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> One of the swordsmen who were holding Amethyst said as he drew a knife and pointed it mercilessly to the acolyte. Give up or she'll die? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Yeah, um, he asked, smirking as she gently touched Amethyst's face. Neither. Oh, dang. He smirked, and in a fast movement, he took the knife of his hands and slashed both of them with his stiletto. Got it. What? I get it. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, so either, either he stabbed himself in the hands with his knife, or... 
he stabbed both of the swordsmen with his knife. Or, he, or, uh, or no, he took a knife out of one of the swordsmen's hands and then slashed them with his own weapon. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, blood spilled in the precious ground of the village as Neon turned his face to the leader. His eyes were like blood, full of anger, wow. just like blood. Yes, but apparently... <laughs> blood is known to But be. apparently, despite being angry, I give up! The leader cried as he hurriedly went away from the area. Are they dead? Amethyst asked as she knelt down beside the injured swordsman. OMG, they are already dead! <laughs> wow. she ex- OMG! She exclaimed as she tried to get any signs of living. Yet yeah, you killed them! She said angrily as she looked at Neon. Choose, live or die. In this world, it's either you die or someone die. <laughs> This is the survival of the fittest. The weaklings die, and the strong shall reign supreme. I mean, everyone dies, bruh. <laughs> he said at her. She became more furious. She suddenly held her hands at the corpses, and suddenly a light glowed around her. A bright light bound her, and one thing is for sure, she resurrected them. Why to kill him again? Oh my Why God. did you do that? He asked her, frowning a little bit. <laughs> You have no right to kill somebody. She murmured under her deep breath and Neon heard (laughs) it. It's his job. Choose. You die or they die? He asked. I am willing to die rather than see people commit crime just to spare my life. Despite everything about how she didn't want to give up her life just like her brother was said he would. Yeah. She replied as she was trying to concentrate healing the two. Acolyte will always be acolyte. Oh, the name of uh, the name of the chapter. Credits. credits. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, literally because uh, we get to be continued in like three lines. Uh, He murmured as he looked at Amethyst, healing the two unconscious men. After spending the last drop of her energy, Amethyst felt she was having a blurred vision, and suddenly everything went black. That's not how running out of SP works. She almost fainted, and good thing Neon suddenly caught her before her whole body dropped on the ground. To be continued. But sadly, that. not actually. Except it, it was. was never, it was never continued. This is 16 years old. It was never continued. Oh my god, it was 16 years old. Oh my god, oh what? Oh my god, that's incredible. That is, please never phrase it that way again. It's from 2004. <laughs> I am uh, having an anxiety attack I, right I will now. exclude oh my god. every fan fiction uh, that way. <laughs> I, I am actually legitimately sad that this did not continue. I... I kind of enjoyed this one. Like, yeah. the other one was just kind of like a, a goofy romance. And this one's like, it's trying to be serious. And they have some good lines. I'm sad that it didn't get completed. I, I want to know what happens to Amethyst and Neon. Yeah. Does Neon find out who he is? Do they find uh, the holy does, light? Does their different personalities get in the way of their apparent love? Will yeah. Amethyst ever come to appreciate Neon's apple juice? Yeah. <laughs> Will Neon ever come to appreciate Amethyst's three arms? Yeah, and her three <laughs> <Yeah>. arms. <laughs> so many questions. Oh, yeah, will she ever make it to glass time? Oh, yeah, she never, she kept getting sidetracked. Oh, this was this very was, good. I, I had a wonderful time. I've missed, so much. I've missed you guys Even so much. if I was <laughs> uncomfortable the entire time. Aw, oh, shucks. What was your favorite part of today's Hex and Slash? Leave a comment. Yeah, leave a yeah. comment. Uh, come join us on Discord or Twitter, your preferred social media platform. Check out our YouTube videos. Yes. That's gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net.
where you may be watching this already. And uh, if you are, uh, you can also find us on iTunes or uh, Spotify or your podcast platform of choice, uh, where you can leave us a review or uh, a rating or a, a like or a follow or whatever, um, because we have a lot of podcasts and this is uh what was this season three season three episode one yeah um so more of these are going to be coming sadly not necessarily about ragnarok um so unfortunate come on i read so many ragnarok fanfics oh man there was there was quite a few maybe i will go back and do a second one um because there was a few that i was seriously considering anyway the point is there's more content Please go listen to it. If you liked Hacks and Slash, there's plenty of Hacks and Slash um, and more to come. So, yeah, uh, check out our actual internet website, GameCola.net. Uh, check us out on YouTube, as stated, GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net. Uh, find us on Twitter and Facebook and so on, your social media platform of choice. Uh, and thank you to everyone who has been here, all of our, our fine actors here in the GameCola Auditorium. Bow. Bow. That's what yeah, I'm doing. Uh, the 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 audience, the live audience, is throwing roses. You um, you can't, you can't, you can't see hear it. it. <laughs> they're yeah. all wearing masks yeah. and social yeah, distancing. They're social distancing. They're all very polite, very quiet. It's a very large auditorium. Yeah, they're very um, far and, away. And That's why you can't half hear capacity. Them. So they have some arms on them, though. Man, they're getting these roses oh, yeah. down. Oh, that here. guy over there's got a cannon. Uh, nice. Oh, oh wow, nice cannon. cannon. Anyway, Dude. cool. <laughs> um, so yes, thank you for listening. Enjoy whatever time of day it is on whatever day it is that you're listening. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. I hear you guys typing jokes.